Welcome to the VIP Ignite podcast, your source for tomorrow's talent today. Hear real life stories of models, actors, and musicians breaking down barriers, launching careers, and sharing their stories of overcoming obstacles and finding real success. They will activate the winner in you by revealing the path with their best tips and advice. everyone, Deneen White, host of the VIP Ignite Live podcast. I am so excited to introduce you to Chris Beckham. You are going to love hearing his story. Hi, Chris. How are you tonight? I am awesome. How are you and everyone out there doing? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. No problem. I appreciate you for having me on. You're welcome. So to get started, would you be able to tell me and my audience just a little bit about yourself? Well, my name is Christopher. As you said, I live in Junction City, Kansas, which is a very, very small town. But in this small town, I reside and I have big dreams. So that what brought me here to the VIP Ignite. Because uh, create, being able to create stuff has always just gave me fulfillment, whether it's music, art, anything, even fighting. I took up uh, mixed martial arts a little bit. And it's, it's so, it's, it's a different kind of creativity, but you learn different styles of fighting and you make it your own. And it's the same with music, with uh, drawing anything. So I am a very, very creative person. I love it. It's just what I'm passionate about. That's awesome. So when did you discover this creativity? Because I know it took me a long time to discover I was a creative person because I was always told, oh, you have to do science and this and that. So when did you discover this creativity that you have inside of you that's coming yeah. out? It's like crazy. I think I was either six or seven. I had got a, a little toy piano for Christmas, right? And my sister, I was mad at her for something and she left the room and I started making a song called Shut the Door and I was playing the piano. <laughs> That, I just kept making music after that. It's just something that I fell in love with immediately. And it didn't be about anything. It just, music was a way for me to vent, to express. So my creativity first started with music and then later drawing. And as I grew up into a teenager, like I said, I got into mixed martial arts. That's awesome. So is Shut the Door going to be your first breakout hit? Nah, that wasn't <laughs> a good one. I think we'll have to scratch that, you know. I was hoping that we would hear that here first on the VIP Ignite Live podcast. The smashing hit, shut the door. I don't know. I might give you an exclusive, but. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll have to work together on the lyrics because I like writing also. So we'll, we'll work on that in Hollywood. How's that sound? That sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. So you're a lyricist too, huh? Well, I, I do write poetry, so I can be a lyricist because poetry and lyrics are very, very intertwined. Okay, that's that's dope. I actually, uh, a few semesters ago, I took a class on uh, creative writing. We had to write poems. And I kind of fell in love with it. Poetry is actually, like, very, very, like, it's fun, actually. I like it. Yeah, it can be fun. The reason I love poetry so much is because there are so many different forms. You can be mm -hmm. really strict and be like a sonnet with the A-A-B-B-I-A-M-I-C iambic pentameter or you could totally be freeform when i read emily dickinson for the first time it totally yeah. freed my mind to poetry i was like oh wow poetry can literally be anything you want it to be yeah it can it doesn't even have to rhyme yeah yeah it's it's insane it's it it's so freeing actually when you find that level of creativity where you're 
you, again, you can work in a structure or you can be unconfined. It's, there's such a, there's such a magic to it. And that's why I love the entertainment industry as a whole, because you, there are so many different ways to express your, your creativity. Mm, so right. I know that you primarily express your creativity through music. So can you discuss your journey in music for us? Okay. Like I said, I was six or seven when I first started and it's crazy at the age how I was 10 years old when I like made a decision I seriously want to do this at 10 years old I was like dedicated me and my friends you know uh when I moved to Kansas I was like nine and then I met uh my next door neighbor well he said across the street and oddly enough he was interested in music right oh wow we just linked up and we just made songs every day and this was about fourth grade. We had a talent show at the end of the year. We uh, ended up doing a song at a talent show. And we, probably, we pretty much put that song together that day. And we went up there and we performed it. And then the year after that, fifth grade, uh, he had moved away. And I had linked up with two other guys. And we did a talent show after that. And since then, I mean, I've just been writing music, recording, been saving money so I can start doing videos and everything like that and kind of like get my music copyrighted, patent, so I own, you know, my product. Very smart. That, yeah. that was going to be my next question because the one thing I've learned of, about music especially is that you definitely, so many times people want to put it out on YouTube and they want, like, they want everyone to hear their music, but mm -hmm. because I write poetry and because I'm very much a writer, my intellectual property is very dear to me. So I always mm -hmm. want to make sure that if you're doing this, you're doing it the right way. So make sure that you are copywriting it before you put it out to the mass market, because you want to make sure that if you're anything like me and it sounds kind of like you are, except for the shut the door song, which I still think should be a hit. It sounds like they're like your babies because you yeah. put so much of yourself into creating something like that. So you have to be really protective of your baby until you get the right, the copyright and all of that correct on it. So I'm, I'm glad that, I'm glad that you said that. And see, that's like a big part about, well, music or art in general. Like it's so, I know a lot of talented artists, right? But they mm -hmm. just don't know how to market themselves or they don't know the business aspect. They're mm -hmm. very talented, but they don't know the business aspect. And I, I was like that for a little bit. Then I went to school and I took some classes on marketing, uh, sales, just so I can know that part of the game because it's so discouraging when you make something good and you want it to be shared with the world, but mm -hmm. you're not, you don't know how to put it out there. You want to give up. And yeah. like I said, being able to create, it brings like a certain vibe out of you. It's like mm -hmm. life, you know, and yeah. you don't want that part of you to die. So you want to actually, you want to continue to create and you want to put it out there to share with people. I love that what you just said, just because I think that creativity and I know what I write and I'm sure that what you write, it is like a living being and you want to make sure that it lives on and on. It's funny because this um, earlier this week, or I think it was this weekend, I watched a special on an 80s show. I mean, not an 80s show, an 80s, a song that was super popular in the 80s. And it's a song everybody knows and it's super catchy, but I never knew the backstory behind it and behind the video, the way it was produced. And learning that story made me appreciate all music in such a different way because you think, oh, you know, it's just a catchy tune or whatever. But, and it's, it's very, 
it's very bubblegum, if you will, you know, like just like not a lot. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of substance, but it's super catchy. But the amount of effort that it put that was put forth to not only write the song, but produce it and get it out there. And then they had to rewrite it and reproduce it. And it's amazing just the life that one song takes on. Yeah. Like uh, when I took uh, my advertising class and it was talking about like, okay, Nike has just do it. That's their slogan. Mm -hmm. Whatever your product, whatever you have with your product, you have to have a message behind it. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with like music. This is essentially your product. What is the message you're trying to convey? You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes total sense. So since you opened up that door, what is the message that you want to convey with your music? And there are several. All right. I want to like, I want to encourage people, you know, especially the underdogs, you know, people who like for me, I haven't, when I grew up, I didn't have a lot, you know, mm -hmm. I've come from a, a family with a single mother of five kids. My mom is a hell of a she raised five kids on her own. So you can imagine it was rough. Mm -hmm. You know, but I feel like this talent was God given mm -hmm. for me to make something better than what I was born with, you know? Yeah. So I'm just trying to like keep my nose clean, focus and do something with this so I can pay my mom back for everything she's ever done for me. And I know it's a million people out there who's going through something similar mm -hmm. as me or even worse and i want to encourage them like look i made it out so can you guys that's awesome i think that we need more people like yourself to put that message out there because it's so easy to fall into the mainstream and be like i'm not i don't curse on my podcast but like f this f that you know the world's against me i'm against the world but i yeah. love hearing people like yourself that are like you know you know what I want to encourage people, if I can do this, you can too. Because I've done well over 300 podcasts. I've interviewed, I can't even tell you how many people I've interviewed over the past couple of years doing this. And I found that the people that desire to make an impact and are walking forward to make an impact, and they have a specific reason why they're doing it are the ones that are most successful. And that's what I hear in you because you, you're like, no, you know what? I have a message for people. Yeah, it's because you realize it's bigger than yourself. You're mm -hmm. doing it more from just you. So when you want to quit, you think about everybody you're doing it for. And you're like, you know what? I got to keep pushing mm -hmm. because you have a purpose. And you yeah. know that purpose. You know? Yeah, no. I was at a meeting. Like I, I was telling you before we got before we started talking on the podcast, I was in Nashville a couple weeks ago for a meeting. And there was this 18-year-old kid who got on stage and he told everyone in the audience of like four or 5,000 people that you have a moral obligation to take your God-given talent and put it to use. Mm -hmm. And when I heard that, I was like, it's something I've always known because it's something like I grew up in church for many, many years. And that's something you have a God-given purpose. You have to do it. But when he said you have a moral obligation to use that gift, I was like, wow. Like it was literally like mic drop. I'm like, how is this kid only 18 years old? dropping such truth but yeah. it's true because the gift that you have is a god-given gift and to whom much is given much is required and sometimes it's fun and sometimes it's not but when you get to the point where you're making an impact on people there's something that happens that makes it so much easier the next time it's difficult and i'm sure yeah. you've had that experience yeah definitely definitely it's, awesome. it's 
I don't know, man. I like, I guess I go back to what you're saying. A lot of people, they do it because they feel like they have an obligation to do it. Other people do it because it pays the bills and you can really tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Like the people who do it to pay the bill, they kind of go to the most, they, they kind of go through the motions. Yep. You see it in their actions. You can mm-hmm. hear it in the tone of their voice. They're just here, but they're not really fully invested into it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And like the, and the reality is, is that our world is such that everyone is looking for the person who's not here for the paycheck. Everyone's here. We're, we're all looking for that one person that's doing it for the love of what they're doing. And yeah. honestly, like they're the, the people that are doing it for the love of what, of what they're doing. If you may have a little less talent, but if you have that passion, people are going to be drawn to that passion because there's a light. And when you have that passion, there's a light inside of you that people are just automatically drawn to. So that's yeah. awesome. Personality, character that speaks, it speaks so loudly in so many different volumes. Honestly. Yeah, you're right. So let's talk a little bit about VIP Ignite. How did you find out about us? I was actually scrolling through Instagram and then I had seen an ad for it. So I signed up and I had my uh, interview process with Alicia and it went good, you know, and I got interested just because I guess like before this, right, I honestly thought about just like giving up, being normal, but I mm-hmm. couldn't because it's like, I, I go back and I listen to some of my music, like, man, this is so good. Like, you got to do something with this, mm-hmm. man. But I need help because, like I said, I'm in the middle of Kansas, the middle of nowhere almost. Literally and the center of the country. <laughs> seriously. So it's not a lot of help out here. And I realized I need help. And I'm like, man, you know, maybe this is a sign. Maybe I should give it a try. You know, I can network. And I, I went for it. I took my chance. Well, that's awesome. I'm excited to have you as a part of the VIP Ignite family. It's amazing. I'm loving it so far. So I know you haven't been with us for a long time. It's been a couple of weeks. So how have things changed for you already? Well, I'm getting Besides doing this podcast, of course. Yeah, the podcast is awesome. I love it. And you're great. <laughs> I've been, they've been sending me all kind of emails, all kind of info. The uh, VIP Facebook group, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm seeing people or meeting people who have the same interest in me. That's networking. That's mm-hmm. key because it inspires you to see other people going for their dreams, you know? Yeah. Here, this is like, this is how it works in Kansas, right? Well, especially in Junction City. You get out of high school, most of the girls are married, an ar- army guy, and become a CNA, a nurse. <laughs> you get out of high school and you go to the army, you guys have a couple kids, and that's it. That's your life. Mm-hmm. Nobody tries to go for more, you know, or, you know, do anything. Or and if they do, they give up, and then they join the army. And it's just it's nothing wrong with that. I don't knock it, but like I said, this is my passion. I don't want to look back. 30 years from now and think about what could have been, you know, mm-hmm. how did I let this part of me die? You know, I want to yeah. thrive, not just survive. I want to thrive. That's awesome. And just to make you feel better, it's not just Kansas where that happens. I grew up in a small town in South Jersey and 95% of the people live within a three mile radius 
are married, mm-hmm. have 2.5 children, a picket fence, and 1.2 dogs. It's really cute. But that just, that was never me either. And I was always, I always felt, why can't I just want that? Like you talked about just trying to be normal. For most of my life, I tried to be normal. I worked in a dental office. I worked in a bank. And I was like, this isn't for me. So just so you know, it's not just Kansas where that happens. That happens all over the country. But there's definitely a tribe of us who are different. And mm-hmm. we're going to be, world. we are changing the world. And the best part about being a part of VIP Ignite on my end is that I get to help people like you be world changers. So thank yeah. you for, thank you for entrusting us with your journey. I'm so, you have no idea how much that means to us. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, looking forward to to do big things and like you said change the world yeah sorry excuse me yeah we're definitely going to be changing the world so you're joining us in hollywood so what are you most excited about going to hollywood and what 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 excites you most about the event man first off hollywood that's just right there that's that sells everything who doesn't want to go to hollywood that just seems super dope but I think, first off, getting to meet you, getting to meet Alicia, getting to meet the others in the VIP group, I think that right there is going to be a big thing. Networking. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, you know how they say, when you see it, you believe it. Mm-hmm. But once I get there, I can actually see it for myself. And it'll like kind of like start a fire within me. Like, man, this is possible. I can do this, you know? Yep. Yeah, it's the truth. The thing, the thing that I tell everyone who's going to one of our events is you're going to walk in one person and you're going to walk out another person. And most people listen to me they're like, oh yeah, Deneen, I'm sure that's right. But something happens between the first day and the second day that you're like, huh. And then between the set, by the end of the third day, no one is the same. And that includes me and the whole staff because Every time we go, we get we get stretched just as much as you guys do. But the yeah. best thing in the world is seeing someone like yourself. I can't wait to do a podcast with you after the event because mm-hmm. this conversation that we're having now, it's going to be like someone poured, there's an ember in you that's burning very brightly. But after the event, it's going to be like someone poured gasoline on and it's like, like there's this thing that happens that's absolutely magical and of course you have to be willing for it to happen it's not like something but if you walk in and you want that change and you want that experience it's amazing and that that's the best part about my job is just watching those transformations so i'm super excited that i get to hang out with you in a couple months in hollywood yeah yeah Awesome. Well, Chris, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast with me. I, again, I'm thrilled that you've entrusted your journey to VIP Ignite. I can't wait to just watch the transformation. And I hope that you enjoyed your time on the podcast and we could do a podcast after California so that you can share your journey and just share the new Chris. So I hope you're willing to do that with me. Definitely. Definitely. Awesome. You guys. Appreciate you having me on here. 
appreciate the opportunity being VIP and I can't wait to go to Hollywood. Thank you for listening to the VIP Ignite podcast. For free resources and to learn more about how to become a model, actor, or musician, please head over to ammsociety.com. And if you loved this episode, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you.